right guys it's mike five from newmusicsaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the new music saturday podcast as you can hear i'm still getting over a cold so apologies i'm a little bit husky uh, some people would say that makes me you know slightly more attractive than that's up to them um we had a brilliant part one we had ron bows on the show uh for the first uh kind of part of the episode really good fun interview really really wide ranging and then we played a whole bunch of amazing new tunes uh, that start off um kind of uh well not quiet necessarily but acoustic and then move into very loud and heavy which is pretty cool uh, really really good mix of tunes in particular I love the Orange G track. Uh, I think that's really, really cool. I've pre-ordered his album. Uh, I think I've got a CD on the way. Uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing the rest of it because it is absolutely fantastic. Really, really good work. Uh, he's such an interesting artist, but there's loads of cool stuff in there. As always, you're going to love it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support and for being amazing. Uh, you guys rock. I hope you enjoy part one. Uh, and we'll be uh, along with part two shortly as well. So make sure you check that out. Cheers, guys. Right on, and welcome to New Music Saturday with myself, Dr. Bones, and Dr. Amazing. It's been on Michael Doctor, and of course, my partner in crime, best mate, and sometimes have to be late, Mike Five. Hey, good evening, brother. How are you? Not too bad, man. How are you? Excellent. I'm very good, yeah. Living the dream. A little bit late, as always. <laughs> Couldn't help it this time. Well, oh. I say that every time. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a good week, mate. Right on. Well, you know, it's been a good week here too. Um, one thing I did do is uh, we made uh, uh, just just before I introduced our uh, musical guest for the night, made a special clip for him because last week when we were talking on Twitter during the show, he said that he probably wouldn't show up sober; he'd be drunk. So I got a clip from a, from a Canadian show called Chair Park Boys, where the drunk cop uh, Leahy he's like, "Swayze trains come with us, gentlemen," and then Ricky calls him, "Swayze trains come with us, gentlemen." <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, welcome back, Ron Bowes. What's happening, Ron? Great, great to be here, guys. We really look forward to this. I actually, I'll tell you the truth, I thought the interview was next week. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
Lucky I checked Twitter, or I wouldn't be here now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 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 it's great to be here. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Anytime, well, oh, man, you've been you've been up to a lot, like always. So, uh, brand new album, uh, Nymphomania, I uh, brand new Heart and Bows, like you did, you're just nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, I finished another collaboration with a new artist uh, just this week. Um, he just mixed it. He's just mixed it today. He sent me the mix today. This guy called Avmo. Never worked with him before. I've known him a while, but never worked with him before. And he contacted me and said. This is right up your street, Ron. I'd really love you to do the vocals for this. So, yeah, that's been finished today. So another new one, another new collaboration. Nice, nice. So how, how many projects are you part of now? It must be ah. <laughs> Well, I'm a member of, well, there's Partners in Crime, and Carol Sue is slowly coming back to health. So hopefully Partners in Crime will be going again. Okay. There's, and there's Kingstorm, of course, with the Puerto right. Rican... Band. Mm-hmm. There's Heart and Bows. Uh, there's the Cousins, which is Lorne Reed, Farrell Jackson, and me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So those are. I think that's it uh, on long-term projects. I can't think of any other one. I mean, I work with lots of different people other than those projects, uh, like um, the leader. Oh yeah, of course. Right. Part of yeah, our yeah. Leader. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, those are the, the four that I do a lot of work with, or have done a lot of work with. And your solo stuff as well. Oh, yeah, and my solo stuff well. <laughs> I'm well on the way to another album. I know the last one's only just been done, but I am. I've got about eight, nine tracks towards the new album, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, and uh, thank you again for sending the, the physical copy. That was great. Oh, that, yeah, pleasure. You've done so much for me. I mean, I've done 10, 11 albums, and um, you, you have supported me. Uh, so fantastically, I thought it's about time I, I did a little bit of return, so send you a CD each. Well, I appreciate um, it. Really much appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, no, both really appreciate that. It's really, really cool. Um, I've got a question for you then. So, well, out of all of those people that you collaborate with, uh, who's your favourite and who's the worst? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, that's really mean, isn't it? What <laughs> <laughs> oh, a good question. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, it can't be me. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Mike Five, actually. Yeah. He's the worst. Um, <laughs> I, it's difficult to pick a favourite. I tell you, um, I enjoy them all. I um, mean, that's the truth. I do enjoy them all. There are people that I've worked with that I'd rather not have worked with. Or I'll give you an example if we go talk about um, people don't work with. Perfectly nice guy that, <laughs> that I know. Um, and I'm not going to mention his name on air, um, uh, but working with him as a collaboration was a bloody nightmare. Um, he, he said he played this acoustic guitar perfectly okay, but out of time. And then said he, he wanted to keep his original guitar in the mix, which meant I couldn't do any program drumming to it at all. That was a bloody nightmare. So then I had to draft in a drummer to draw drum to it because that's the only way we could get drumming that would go in time with it then i had to do the guitars over the top of that which were again timing was a nightmare i ended up drafting in a bridge literally cutting and drafting a bridge in to break it up because it it wasn't fitting to it was just a bloody nightmare (laughs) it was a really popular track when we put it out i mean it got a hell of a lot of hits 
Which shows what I know about music. Because <laughs> 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 I thought it wasn't good. But <laughs> there you go. But yeah, that was a nightmare. So that was my worst. My best, I would have to say, well, it, it's got to be, it's, it's Carol Sue, if you want a female singer, she's the best to work with. Um, close second is Kathy Shaw. Um, the reasons are, I mean, Kathy Shaw is probably the more established singer, but Carol Sue is such a joy to work with. Um, and she's got a wider, uh, uh, eclectic taste in music, shall we say. Um, and then uh, on the, the heavy rock front, it's got to be uh, King Stormen and Harm Bowes. Um, and I enjoy both those equally, I have to say. I do enjoy both those equally. But I have a stronger bond with Rocker Heart, of course. Right. So, uh, you know, and we, ha- we do have a natural bond. That was a very diplomatic answer. I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> Just the way you navigated that. Have you thought about a career in politics? <laughs> God, I don't want to be hated, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't know, I'm sure there's been politicians who have been banned. <laughs> yeah, Blair, Blair was in a band, for God's sake. <laughs> if, I, if, you're, if I was Tony Blair and I was in a band, I would definitely call it the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yes. Yeah, unfortunately, he was in a band before that film was made. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> after it's made, or even just like the Tony Webblet. I can't. Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony Webblet. Web- <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I call it. The Tony Webblet. There you go. <laughs> you see, you see, Don. It's it's Mike that's pissed, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, tell us about your new album, because we've been absolutely loving it, mate. Yeah, um, well, uh, what can I tell you about this? It's my usual stuff. I mean, I mean, I was just, with this album, as compared to all the albums I've done before, I was much more, um, uh, what shall we say, picky about what I put on it. Mm-hmm. I had loads of tracks, and I normally I stuff too many tracks on an album. Then I hear the album afterwards, you release it, I'm great. Oh, yeah. And I think, oh, God, I hate that track. Uh, well, that's what the bloody hell did I put that track on there? You know, <laughs> so I, I really peeled this down to the, the minimum I thought I could get away with, quite frankly. Uh, I thought they were all quality, and I'm blowing my own trumpet here, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, but <laughs> I, I thought I picked the best tracks to put on that album. Uh, I thought it was a good mix, and it, there wasn't anything, even when I went off on a, you know, outside of my envelope envelope it wasn't too far away from whatever else was on the album so there was mm. I, th- I thought it had a good you know flow to it it's got a good feel i think i think the flow is really important um and you know it's it's, it's do you know what's nice actually is i've heard uh, probably three or four albums recently uh yours is one of them where you, you listen to it and you sort of just you get that feeling that the person that's made it really understands the format of an album what it's all about like the we spoke to grim 17 last week and his new album which yeah i heard that yeah no one's heard it. yeah but it's when it honestly when it comes out you'll know exactly what i mean and there's a few others as well and i just think it's really important because it is a bit of an art form i think you know the album and just putting putting an album together in a way that it feels like one thing is almost a bit of a, or becoming a bit of a lost art, but it's nice to see there's a few recent ones that have really come back and done that. It's been really good to hear. Uh, but yeah, this definitely ticks that. I mean, it's 
I'll probably tell you every time you come on the show that your latest thing is my <laughs> new favourite thing, but it genuinely is <laughs> my favourite <laughs> album so far. It's really, really good. It just it feels really cool. I love it. Well, that's a common artist thing, isn't it? I mean, I do that. Every song I do is the best thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then after I've heard it a few times, I think, no, that's shit. Um, so, <laughs> but I tell you, who's king of this is Doc Bones, because he does that with his, his playlists. He has, to sort, he has to sort out a flow, where it goes, where it's going to pick up, when it's going to drop, and if it's going to drop, it's going to drop for a few more tracks. Um, not quite the same as an album, but it's in, it's in that type of... It's in that type of uh, area. And, yeah, I think it's very... I, th- I think title of an album is very important. I think uh, cover of an album is very important. Uh, I laugh because I use sex this time and it sold much better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, I think the order of the songs is... You're quite right, Mike. That's very, very important and very, very difficult. I mean, I, yeah. changed, the, I changed the run on that album four or five times before I thought it was right. And I'm still thinking, I could change it a little bit. You know what I mean? I do the same thing with the players. A lot of times I'll have two or three rough drafts before I'm actually happy with it. Because I'll I'll do the the rough draft thing like, uh, no, maybe I'll change that. And then I'll come back to it. He's like, "Eh, no. And then, of course, you know, my notoriously last minute change on the fly, but usually works in my favor. But so it wasn't necessarily planned. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And don't you, sometimes you do a mix or a, you know, do a list and you think that's just right. And the next time you listen to it, I think, what was I bloody thinking? Yeah. <laughs> what, so, what drugs What drugs were I on that day? <laughs> <laughs> I think part of it as well is um, like when you've listened to something over and over again, your, your ears kind of adapt and you hear what you want to hear. So sometimes right. you just have to take a break, don't you? Oh, God. They also go the other way. They just go, I'm not hearing anything anymore. Yeah, or I'm hearing nothing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. You've got to go away. I mean, I learned that way, way back when, when I was doing the live gigs and we, we, we did work in studios, of course, to do the music. Um, we used to, and I've always carried this, we used to mix the stuff and then um, go away. This is when we had our own studio, and it was a professional studio. It was a, one of the bandmates owned a studio. Nice. And we'd, we'd go in, we'd mix the stuff, and then we'd go away and leave it for two days. Because you, just, you played the damn thing so many times, you just can't, you need to hear it fresh again. But when you go, when earlier, when we were gigging, and we had to pay to go into uh, uh, to studios, you haven't got that luxury. You've no. got to mix it on the day that you're in. Because that's what you pay for, and that's the that's one of the things about having you know the ability to do so much at home now. Oh, great! Um, yeah, you know you can, you can really you know if I think about all the sessions I've done where it's you know two days, maybe three days, and half a day to mix sometimes, and you know I think the longest I've ever spent in a studio is five days, and it just it never feels enough. Um, I love the experience. Being in the studio is amazing. I think everyone should should try it, you know, at least once. Even if you exclusively do things at home, it's well worth doing. But when you are at home, you do have the luxury of time, um, and it makes a huge difference. Um, just in terms of you know being able to just tweak things and you know add things and come back to it a little while later. I think it's brilliant. It's such an amazing. It is that. 
I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I can do much better recordings now. And I can do much better mastering and mixing. And I've, I've, I've learned the skills now, I think I have, and it goes. <laughs> um, and then when we, we did the studios way back. But, I mean, just the studio experience is a great experience in any case. I mean, yeah. we, went, we actually went to Abbey Road on one day to do a mastering of an album. And that was a hell of an experience. I mean, I'd never forget that day. So, yeah, it's worth it for people to just go in just for the experience because it is something different, totally different yeah. from from home recording, totally. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's kind of, I like the balance of both as well. Like, the last few things I've done, we, we did drums in the studio, uh, so we've got the kind of studio experience. We all went with the drummer and kind of sat at the console and all that sort of stuff, and then we did... You know, did, they take a, stuff did, they did, they take, did they take a morning to mix the drums? Uh, no, they, they actually gave us the files and we mixed the drums. <laughs> 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 that, that was our experience. You go, we pay, pay for per hour to go into a studio, and you go to the studio, and the whole bloody morning's mixing the trucks, yeah, putting the yeah. mics up around them. If you can hang we're paying for this. No, no, I've done that before, where literally um, it must have been, I think it was like a three or a four day thing, but the first, uh, probably the first five hours was just setting up the drum kit and, like you say, getting the mics in the right place and adjusting it. And we're all sitting there going, you know, just like you've got your guitar and you're like, don't play anything because you're trying to do the drums. It's like, it's been hours, come on. How many memes do you see when they take the piss out of the drummer? But really, it's the drummer that they spend every, all the bloody time on. And the bassist, because I was the bassist, so you've got the drummer, he's all morning, then you've got the lead guitarist, it's sort of like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> Keyboard player, 15, 20 minutes. Singer, 20, 30 minutes. Bassist, boom, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a take. <laughs> that's it, we're ready to go. <laughs> you know, no, that, that, that's exactly like The Simpsons when Homer's trying to do the voice of the new cartoon character and then... Uh, they took a break and Krusty comes in. Let me show you this done. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. All right, we're ready. Krusty's already gone out the door. <laughs> you know where you are in the pecking order when that happens. <laughs> I've had that as a guitarist though, where I've I've played through a song to you know on the on the assumption that someone somewhere was tweaking things to get the sound right. They went, oh, that's pretty good. Is that a take? And I was like, oh. I'm sure I can play it better, but all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had um, an engineer where he was again a member of the band, and he used to what he used to do to get people to do a good take is go. We're just going to run through a check now. We're just going to run through a test. Can you just play for a volume thing? And you'd play and go. That's it. We got it. Uh, nice. <laughs> and you know, nine times out of ten, you did because you just played naturally. You didn't have the tension. You just. You got it right. I have to say, I heard your guitar uh, on the, on the Grim track. Mm, oh yeah, 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 it was good. Man, yeah, nothing to be, yeah, nothing to be worried about there. <laughs> I was more concerned with that that, uh, that he would hate it because it was completely different to what he sent me. But, um, but you seem to really like it. Do you know? Do you, do you know? I do that all the time uh, with all these collabs I do. People contact me. They're like the latest one, Avmo. Contact me, and I I <laughs> I say what I've done. Um, and then I'm thinking, God, he might not like it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I do? Everyone, you know, 
um, Kingstorm, uh, Heartbows, anyone I send the stuff to, I've always got that self doubt. I'm always thinking this. I'm they no keep getting arrogant. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm a legend. What if it's in so am I? Well, we all are. <laughs> So, I've got a question for you then, Ron. Um, what's the most unpopular opinion that you have? Oh, you're not popular. Unpopular opinion. You're going to get me hated, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the last time I asked someone this, they said, oh, I really like pickled onion crisps, but no one else does. So, it doesn't have to be anything major. Right, okay. <laughs> price for that. The, the opinions <laughs> the the of Mike Five are no longer the... Uh, the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chevy chasing three Migos when they're in Mexico. He's like, do you have anything besides Mexican food? Because <laughs> 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 he, can, he can't eat the taco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go the other way. Let's, let's do a positively framed question. Um, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the thing musically that you're most proud of? I think that's a good question because you've done a lot. Mm, that's a, it's also a very difficult one. I've never really thought about it. Um, I, on the solo front, I think the track that I'm, I can't remember what album it's on, uh, that I'm most proud of is Hey Ho. Um, I just thought that, that came out so well. Oh, God, what album's Hey Ho on? I think it's on You Can Kiss My Ass. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, fuck you too. I, I just I loved the lyrics. I loved the feel of the whole song. I thought it was I thought it was one of my best pieces of work. Uh, if you were to say um, Heart and Bows, ooh, mm, I, um, personal favourites. That's ooh, Christ. I would say uh, <laughs> Mississippi Girl nice. from yeah. from the first album. But but I have to say I love all the stuff we've done on the second album. I think the second album is better than the first mm. album. Um, and I love the new stuff we started working on. We've done one, we've got the second one's just been sent to me. So prepare yourselves, there's another half bows coming. Nice. Excellent. Um, King, King Storm has been shelved, but my favourite track of King oh, yeah? Storm is Down. Yeah, it's been shelved. I won't go too deeply into it because it really? might be revived. Uh, but at the moment it's been shelved. Um, but Down, off the second album, uh, is my is my favourite on that, uh, and with with uh, Carol Sue, I don't know if you've heard it; it's not been released. But my favourite is Still Waters, uh, which she wrote about her mum, 
uh, who's no longer with us. Um, and I love that track. I think that's great. Yeah. But personal favourite, Hey Ho. Hey Ho, excellent. Okay, um, well, I just looked it up for you, and it is on the album You Can Kiss My Ass. So there you go. Okay. Uh, thanks. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but did nobody catch when... Ron said the name of the album. Said kiss my ass. I said, "Well, fuck you too." No one said a thing. Like seriously, did my mic go dead there for a second? Like, I was like, did my, did my mic go dead there for a minute? Like, what? Come on. Yeah, I think it, it, it must have done. Or I, I was just filtering it out. <laughs> it was just a good singer, but no, no like, all you hear was crickets, right? <laughs> no, that's maybe, a maybe you just that's a <laughs> Maybe you didn't actually say it. We just thought you said it. Oh no, I said it. <laughs> I was. See, I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk. I'm concentrating on what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not listening to the asides. That's what's happening. <laughs> it, it feels good to win. You're both drunk as fuck. And like, <laughs> I don't know how I've got ranked into this. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That, that, that was a quote from Cherry Park Boys. I wasn't grouping you. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a genuine comment. He's working oh, his butt off and we're ignoring him. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would have been a great line if you'd said that loudly. Chuck it. Chuck it. I thought it was a great line. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, <laughs> I've lost the thread now. What do you want to talk about, Ron? <laughs> what's, your favorite, what's your favourite movie, Mike? What's my favourite movie? Um, I really like Crank with Jason Statham in it. Nice. <laughs> which, is, which is a not, brilliant, brilliant not, very silly film. I've not seen that. What's it about? It's a very um, like. The, oh, don't get me wrong. Before I go down this route, there are films that are much better and you know much more beautifully written, uh, and even just you know anything by Tarantino is better. But the reason I really like Crank um, is because it's just silly. It's just a silly action movie where he's given some sort of poison that slows his heart down uh, by some gangsters or something. Uh, I think he's an assassin. I can't remember. Yeah, there's, a, yes. there's a plot in there somewhere. I'm just um, writing it down. Crank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crank. It's uh, and he's Sounds doing this. Good. Doing this poison. He has to keep his heart going, so he ends up like you know drinking loads of Red Bull and taking shots of adrenaline and all this sort of stuff. Has an absolutely mental day uh, yeah. where he goes around trying to stay alive and get revenge on all the people that have infected him. Basically, this thing will kill him if he doesn't keep moving. Um, and then uh, and then it just ends in a very uh, ridiculous and dramatic way. It's a yeah. great film. Yeah, I, I like I like Statham and I like his comedy. He doesn't do many comedies, but I like his comedy. So I look that. And you, Doc, what's your favourite film? Um, honestly, I'm gonna have to go with Young Guns too. Yeah, that's a cool. I like that one. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, both were really good. I mean, probably I think I've seen this a million times, but probably Emil Estevez's best work ever as uh, Billy the Kid. But the first one was good. The second one was just so much better and. Uh, and it's got Blaze of Glory on it as well. Yeah, you know, nice. as, as much as I dislike Bon Jovi, that's actually a great tune, so... Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not a great fan of Bon Jovi, but that's a cool piece of music. And you know what, but there's, there's so many good parts in that, not just the action, but just even for, for like, one-liners, you know? Like, uh, like there's, there's at least two or three when he's locked up, and he's going to he told he's going to he, be given a pardon if he rats out or whatever, it goes, goes Corey, so he's in, in the jail, and... And uh, he's he's uh, messing around with the guard, 
And uh, he's like, don't do it, Bob. Don't do it, Bob. Because he thought he had a gun. And then he blows him away. He's like, that was stupid, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the best the best one in the jail second, was the second one where, you know, he's so he's out of shekels. He's got a gun. And he goes out onto the balcony. He's like, he looks at like, hello, Bob. And the guy looks up and he's like, oh, shit. Goodbye, Bob. And he blows him away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's the best fifty cents I ever spent, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Where he's put he's put the money in the gun, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was really really good movie. I mean, I mean, I just like yeah. I just I really enjoyed that one. Like I said, not just, not just there's like some of the lines, but the action was good. It was just a good plot line. And the fact that I mean, there's still a question as to where whether Billy Kidd actually did live, and and Pat Garrett never shot him in the back. Yeah, he let, he let yeah, him go, yeah. right? And yeah. Uh, good film, yeah. But even even Keter Selva knows that when he says like. Billy, you are not a god. Why don't you pull the trigger and find out? It's like, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I love my westerns. Right. Mm, you said that before. You're a big western fan, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, well, although, my, although my favourite film isn't a western. So. What's your favourite film? Uh, cool Hand Luke. Nice. That nice. is a great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake it here, boss. Shake it here, boss. What we got here uh-uh. is failure to communicate. I absolutely love that. What's that Guns N' Roses track that that's on? Uh, uh, um, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, uh, on, it's on Use Your Illusions. Um, is it right next door to hell? Or is it the other one? No, it's not. It's, it's, what, it's the opening track of one of them, and I can't remember which one it is. Yes, and I can't either. Oh, Civil War, Civil War. That's it, yeah, that's it. Because yeah, yeah. I've just been listening to the damn thing recently. As well. <laughs> well, yeah, except what we have here is failure to communicate. One man who just can't reach. This <laughs> is brilliant. It's yeah. so well delivered. That, that, that line is excellent. Oh, very good. Well, I'm glad we asked you to ask the questions. They're right. much better. Yeah, yeah. One more thing before we get back to the music. Uh, this has actually got to do with kind of both Westerns and uh, Recording Studio. Uh, if you can't find it, if you look up Jack Palance, uh, 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 the voiceover, that is probably the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life because you get so mad at the person trying to tell him what to do. It's like, it's like, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Lee. I've been in this business for 50 fucking years. If you can't, like, he's just losing his mind, you know? <laughs> I don't oh, care what yeah, you well. think. Yeah. I don't think what you think is the better thing, the better thing, the better thing. I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, so, I, can, I can only say more cowbell. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got a fever. It costs more cowbell. But that, that, that's good for walking, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. I have been doing the hell of this thing. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. Okay. Back to, well, that kind of sounds music, but not your music. So, back to your music. Another one really kind of sidetracked away from everything, but you know. Not that's so strange for this radio station. Right? Yeah, it never happens. Yeah. Never Go happens. off on a sidetrack. Never been done before. <laughs> you, usually, usually it reconnects, but not always. Sometimes we just got to kind of stop. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we got to stop it in its path, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I, listen, last time I was on, it was just you, Doc. Um, interviewing me. That's right, because and, we yeah. and we went off on something. I don't know what we went off on. <laughs> I thought, are the listeners still listening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. That was a good interview, though. Don. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, this is my third time, you know. Yes, it is. I know, eh? Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you get to five, you get a badge. 
when you get to four, you get residency, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, he's right. Is no, it, it's it's four residency? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, no, as soon as three's out of the way, then you know there's going to be a fourth time, so. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, well, there you go. NMS resident in waiting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> got Serving line to the throne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt from Without Andrew has a crown for that one. <laughs> yeah, he's been on that a lot. <laughs> Matt wrestles a mosaic, and if, if you count uh, if you count um, um, Phil Wins, uh, uh Tex Mex Shaman too, right? So, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, Ron, you, you sing, you play bass, you play the guitar brilliantly. I love your guitar playing. Um, and you also do all the production and everything else. What, what's your favourite thing to do when you're creating music? Oh, well, again, <laughs> throw the, the difficult ones at me. Favourite? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have a favourite. I mean, just picking up the guitar is the favourite. <laughs> just just noodling about on the guitar until I come up with a great idea or a, a serviceable idea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that. I mean, the thing with the serviceable idea is, you know, let's say I pick up the guitar and I, I go through a few familiar chord changes and I'm thinking, well, I've done that a million bloody times. Um, <laughs> why can't this be different? And then I might change the rhythm slightly. And then when I add stuff to it, that's when the magic comes in. That's when it changes to a different track. Even though the backing, you know, the, the original guitar might have been something I have actually played in nine or six numbers before. <laughs> What, what I'm doing over the top stands it out from that, so it's a totally different track. And that's music for you, isn't it, really? There you go. That's, that's the, you've just sort of gone right behind the curtain there. It's like that scene in The Wizard of Oz, uh, where, where you've got, you know, you've got the, produced all this amazing music, and then you've just kind of gone, well, it's just kind of the same few chords, but you change the bit on top. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, is that how you do it? But I think the, the secret is being able to change the thing on top and make it sound good, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would totally agree with you. I mean, I did a, um, a song recently called Dance With Your Sugar Dad. That's my latest number. And, <laughs> and what happened was I was driving in the car and I'm listening to The Rolling Stones. That's a shocker, isn't it? And, uh, Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, dance, it was its uh, um, only rock and roll, but I like it, the album. And it danced with a sister came on. And I thought, Christ, this is so simplistic. And it's so repetitive, and it's so brilliant. I'm mm. thinking, I've, I've got to do a track like this, So, uh, which is what how I am often inspired is by other artists. So I come in, I pick up the guitar, and I play something that I think is something like that riff. And then I add things, and I put things on, and it ends up nothing like <laughs> Charles and Sister. <laughs> but it's... It sounds good to me, you know. And I, I, I did post it somewhere, and I said, "Well, I'm satisfied with it." And the immediate review was, "Well, you bloody should be. It's damn good." Uh-huh. So there you go. That, that's how I work. Uh-huh. I, I, I get inspired. Ninety percent of my music is inspired by other people's music. I hear something they do. I think that's bloody good. I want to do something like that. I pick up the guitar and I try and do something that's like it, but not like it. If you know what I mean. It's it's well. I mean that's. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say that's mainly how it goes because no matter what you play, you have some sort of outside influence all the time, right? For me, yes. 
Yeah. Well, uh, most most, very, most people, man, listen to most bands, right? They, they, yeah, they might be a bit of a unique sound, but there's some background influence in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, there has to be, uh, even though they might deny it. Um, and sure. I, get, I get compared to all sorts. I've been compared to Molly Hatchet so many times. I've lost count now. <laughs> um, uh, the Cult, with Heart and Bones, I've been uh, compared to Ian Asprey. Uh, yeah. Numerous times, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and on some, uh, yeah, on uh, no, no, that's about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, oh yeah, yeah. The other one, the first thing that I was always compared to when I first came back into music and I was first starting out was ZZ Top. I don't, have I told you this story before about about the ZZ Top? Well, I was compared to ZZ Top all the bloody time. Not that I, yeah, I love ZZ Top. Don't get me wrong. But I was aiming for the Rolling Stones, not ZZ Top. <laughs> and so I'm going, this guy says, I said to him, why, why are they saying ZZ Top? I'm trying, to hit, I'm trying to hit the Stones here. And they said, it's too tight. You're too spot on. Everything's too tight. The Stones are loose. <laughs> ah, that's interesting. I thought, bloody hell. And I tell you what, I tried to sound loose. And it took me bloody ages <laughs> Because it, it's not easy. I tell you, it's not easy to sound loose and sound like the you know the Stones have got that off to a T. They are yeah. loose, <laughs> but it's just right. You know what I mean? No other band can do that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good point actually because it's you know it, like you were saying right at the top. It you know when you play something that's out of time or whatever, it's an absolute nightmare. And it's it, but I think people get confused when you say you know, or, you know play a bit looser. And it's kind of like what well, you want to play it wrong. It's like no, I just want you to to play it with a bit of feeling, and you can't really teach that, I don't think, can you? you? Just you sort of learn it over time, and then when you've got it, you go, "Oh, right, that's how they do that." <laughs> <laughs> now I have trouble. Now I have trouble making things tight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what my plumber said. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh God! Don't start the plumbing because I've been through everything you're going through, and I've still now got to get a water pump replaced. So I refuse to talk about that tonight. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, don't piss me off either. I'm curious about the 10%. If 90% of your music is influenced by other music, what's the what's the 10% influenced by? Like ducks in the park or something? No, I mean, uh, obviously when, well, let's say, it's into, you know, I listen to other people's music, I listen to ducks in the park. <laughs> Don't know why it's, that came to For mind. God's sake, it's a swamp, scrub up. No, I do the 90%, as I say, influenced by others, so I get the music sorted by them, and then I write the lyrics. But there is 10% where I do the lyrics first. Ah, okay. And the lyrics will be ex- usually experienced, but again, sometimes it's a, it's a, you know, as you will know from my music, I usually do a, there's sort of a lazy half American accent on a lot of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but occasionally I'll go out of my way to do the Hampshire or Cockney accent because I want it to have that British stamp. Right, and right. usually those ones are from my mind before I put any music down. Ah, uh, that's interesting. So you're you're sure. writing the lyrics sort of colloquially in a 
That's know, right. With a more natural accent, and then it's, you know you sing it, and you go, I can't sing that in American accent. I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And to the Americans, my British accent sounds the same as my American accent. So. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no difference to them. Right. <laughs> I love your British accent, and I'm thinking. But I sang that with an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, like Daphne and Fraser. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get people writing in, going, "I thought Ron was Australian." But no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did go on one site and I put up a track called Ellie May. You, you guys probably haven't heard it, but it's an early track of mine, quite popular. Um, uh, it's about a rather promiscuous girl, a bit like Ellie May from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> and I put up this sat, uh, song and I said it was Southern Rock and um, this American guy came on and he had a real go at me saying this isn't Southern Rock blah, 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 blah. but he didn't question my accent he was convinced I was American <laughs> <laughs> what, what was he saying it was Northern Rock I did, uh, yeah I don't know what i tell you what everyone else said Ron ignore him it's Southern Rock mate <laughs> <laughs> You can't win them all, though. No, you can't. No, you're always going to get. Well, you know, you're always going to get people that don't like your stuff. That's fair enough. You know, we can't all like the same stuff. No. I mean, no. We try harder. Uh, we can well, sort of, yeah, people you know, could try and broaden their. Seriously, <laughs> people could try becoming more eclectic, broadening their horizon. I mean, when I was young. Uh, it was rock, progressive rock, blues, you know, rock, 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 blues, progressive rock, 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 blues. And as I got older, it was rock, rock, blues and jazz, and then there's classical, uh, and then there's uh, there's rock, country, rock, some country. You know, I broadened my horizons as I got older. Well, yeah, I that's all to the um, um, Bay's Trap album. I thought uh, that'd be good. Well, yeah, Trap, Trap's a step up, not a... Okay, um, we... <laughs> not gonna we actually really have to do the song before we run out of time. So, oh, yes. oh. so already, I know. So here's a brand new Ron Bowles, the song called Radio's Dead. Take this.
Radio's dead. Uh, man, if you're going for Rolling Stones, you got it. <laughs> for sure, this is one. Um, like, I really enjoyed the flow. This one, like, it is very, very catchy, like, always. And, uh, Ron, your vocals are always uh, uh, awesome. Like, you always kind of tend to switch it up. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, I uh, was aiming, you see, that's one of those ones. I was aiming for a Stones feel with that one, so <laughs> glad that one to get home. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got it it's a great tune and do you know what there's two things uh, that made me realise why I think the new album is, is my favourite Ron Bay solo album so far uh, and I think one is the harmonica playing it's just got better and better and better over the stuff that you've recorded since you started putting the half in it's just it sounds fantastic on that um, and the other thing is the backing vocals I don't know I don't know if it's deliberate and conscious or if it's just a natural evolution, but I feel like you're doing more with the backing vocals, both in terms of the mix and the variety. It just really adds another level. I love it. But yeah, that's a cool tune, man. That's a really good fun tune. I love it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I am uh, trying different things with the backing vocals. Um, I stick pretty much to the way I do, you know, the technical way I do the vocals, but the, the melodies right. are changing. I've tried to do that. Um, the harmonica playing, uh, thanks, I, I'm glad you think it's getting better. I did put a lot more harmonica onto that album mm. uh, yeah. than, than any other album I've done. Um, uh, and I, just because I've got more confident with doing doing that, quite frankly. And I, I've got more confident in when it's right and when it's wrong, I think. Yeah, good. No, and it's, you know, because it, there's a few albums, well, I'm trying to think. There's definitely albums where there's maybe you know one track and it's got a significant harmonica part. You go, that's the harmonica one, but it's kind of all over this and it's brilliant. Like it's just yeah, it sounds great. Like you say, if it's if it's confidence, then it's definitely there. Uh, the ability's definitely there. There's no questions. It just sounds really good. But yeah, I love it, mate. It's really cool. Yeah, I I have to thank a bloke called Ray Brooks, uh, who lives in Australia. He used to be in the Rory Gallagher band. Rory Gallagher. All right. Gallagher cool. band. He's a Brit that moved over to Australia, and I—he was the first person that I ever collaborated with. He's a great guy. I'm still in contact with him. He's a great guy, and um, uh, he was playing harmonica for me. So every time I needed a harmonica, I would go to Ray, and I got embarrassed having to go to Ray all the time. The harmonica. <laughs> so that's what inspired me to pick up the, the harmonica and learn how to play the harmonica. That's amazing. What's the hardest? Like, um, I struggle with the harmonica. I know yeah. James is going to say running out of time. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to quickly squeeze this one question in. So, what is the hardest thing about learning the harmonica? Like, what's the thing where you overcome it and you go, actually, now I can do this? Oh, uh, Christ. Ten seconds. I, ten seconds. <laughs> Uh, go and look at some Good YouTube question, harmonica. <laughs> go and look at some YouTube harmonica videos, and they will help you. Take it from me. That's where I did it. There you go. That's uh, Rombay's word of the day. 
<laughs> I take no, I take no credit, people. <laughs> go, go watch people that actually teach this shit. That's the lesson. <laughs> Just learn it. <laughs> uh, so, Bainsy. Yeah. Well, um, Ron, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, uh, I hope we are uh, times we'll have you back on again soon. But thanks so much for hanging out again. Actually, you can just talk to Mike as well. Yeah, you're entirely welcome. I tell you, I've enjoyed it. Great time. It's been really good. It's it's always a pleasure to speak to you. It's been uh, yeah, it's been really really good. It's wide ranging. We even managed to cover some yeah. things that relate. To you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we slipped some in there. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you want to do a last minute plug for the album? Is it out everywhere already? I can't remember. When is it, uh, it is out everywhere. Yeah, you can download it, download it from iTunes, Amazon. Um, it's on uh, uh, Spotify, you know, all the usual platforms. Nymphomania Blues, Ron D. Bowes. There you go. There you go. Plug done. I enjoyed that. Uh, Thank you. Right on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ron. We'll definitely be keeping in touch and talk soon. Great, enjoyed it. It was great. Right. Have a great night, Ron. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Cheers, bye. bye. We'll get Mike back one second and bring back Mike Five. And... Hello. <laughs> Wonderful. That was a really good interview. Oh, yeah. Good? Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't do two belly, but we're, we're about, uh, about four bit minutes or over. Not, not a huge deal normally, but. We've got a lot of songs to get through, and I'm more thinking about you than myself because you're five hours ahead. So, Yeah, but I also made a start 40 minutes late, so I guess it's my own fault. Isn't it? <laughs> and I had a kick-ass nap. <laughs> I didn't even have a nap. Oh, yeah. I didn't even get to have a nap today, sadly. Yeah. Uh, but no, man, that was, that was a really good interview. Yeah, Ron it's is always a lot of fun to talk to. That's why, like, you know, when last mm. time, when I can't remember why I couldn't make it on, I, it doesn't really matter. But I, was, I wasn't concerned just because I knew like Ron, Ron and I like uh, just like you and I get along really well. So it'd be easy, man. Yeah, I would just like the forty-five minutes flew by again there too. Oh, sorry, I hit me by mistake. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it really did. It was really, really good fun. I can't remember why I missed the last one. It might have been when there was that big storm and I had loads of power cuts. Possibly. Um, it's like it's not like I said, it's not important. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, really good tonight. Really enjoyed it, and we got a rocking show, mate. Loads of good stuff coming up as well. Yeah, um, there's a couple that I brought from last week to this week because, like I said, we've been somewhat overloaded with part one songs, which is not a bad thing. But when we're doing interviews, we cut that number down a little bit, right? So yeah, it makes it harder to arrange and and, and fit into the right spots. And then, uh, um, you know, I'll have to move the next week. Doesn't mean we won't play. It just means it might take a few weeks to me for me to. Kind of get the right flow for it in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the list without um, well, mm. within, within keeping the ten eleven songs for part one right so what which only fifteen possibly sixteen so there was some questionable phrasing in the middle there but we'll yeah I know I, I was going to call myself <laughs> on it but I was like no I'm going to keep going here so um, so uh, we try and squeeze it into the right spot yeah. point, <laughs> and no I ironically I was actually watching Archer today like I had that on the background. When, oh yeah. When, yeah. When I was doing the board, the the, the dry erase boards for for the lessons like that. Yeah, I had Archer in the background, so I was watching and doing the same thing. So. <laughs> and you know, you, you couldn't you couldn't mess it at a better time because like I just finished this time around. I did the reserve four and the the promo um, uh, mm. sign first before I did the actual list, and then I was like, okay, well, cool. I was like, um, okay, I'll be a little bit, a little bit. 
So I'm like, all right, well, I, I've been actually making a really good time, and I'm looking like, now somebody else I can't be the real, the, the the actual list in the book because somebody's gonna want something. I don't know where I'm gonna put it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it, 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 didn't, it didn't take me long because once I heard the song, because like uh, before I talked uh, talked to you like, after you sent it, like I wasn't to, like for thirty seconds. Okay, this is definitely part two and perfect spot for it. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, no, yeah, it's a, it's a good tune. You've, you've, you've uh, let everyone know now that I accidentally send songs at the last minute sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, is, it's uh, not a precedent you should follow. Send us songs early if you're listening to this. Terry, <laughs> Terry from Q Cliche um, uh, sent us a track that we're going to be playing tonight, and he thought it was supposed to be out Friday, but it's actually out on Thursday. So, uh, oh, that was Thursday. Yeah, it was up this past Thursday. I think that was Friday, but it came out on Thursday. So nice. And okay, cool. That, that that's actually the initial song we had queued up for the interview until until Terry said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this one like office." Okay, yep, no problem. So it's a good track, nonetheless. But we'll be playing that tonight, and uh, it was nice because I got an, uh, just speaking of other um, um, part one songs, uh, I got a message from uh, Sweet Johnny on Instagram. I said, hey, "Is the show still going?" But I was like, "Yeah, for sure it is." A couple of tracks he wants. I was like, yeah. So he had one for tonight and one for next week. So brand new Sweet Johnny as well. Um, nice. And and for some in a few months, brand new Stack and Verona. So they're just always always awesome. So brand new Metal Birds. So yeah, it's gonna be a pretty kick-ass part one. And like I said, it progressively gets heavier. So, but here we go with brand new Orange G. And song's called "Do You." <laughs> They say words don't mean a thing Though they often bite and sting And a heart's kind of prone So many sticks and stones May not change your mind We're often kind of blind No matter how long you appear Farsighted in the mirror Yeah. 
set one out with them very very soon mm. and uh just on that note i will then they sent an email uh i wanted to try to confirm for october 1st i have not emailed them back yet i do apologize i've been very busy there's been a lot of stuff going on this week so through my regular job and nms i've been like like super busy so i apologize we'll get back to them try to send that for october 1st and after that we have damien jamal so probably the orange sheet the week after if he's available so um i'm not sure the exact saturday date is but be after I think, I think it's the ninth for or eighth or ninth for Jimmy Jamal. So perfect, sounds good, mate. So, Excellent. But um, this is a great tune, man. Like it, it really was, and and honestly, it was to me guys like, man, actually, this actually could have been a part two, you know? Yeah, it's got that kind of feel to it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely walks that line, which is really cool. Um, I love Orange. I think he's absolutely superb. Um, from the very first time uh, that we we heard. Um, an Orange G track. Mm. I was just captivated. Uh, I absolutely love it. I've got the album on pre-order. I'm, well, I'm pretty sure I've done that already. I can't remember actually, but um, yeah, and I'm, I just yeah, I can't wait <laughs> for it to come out. Really. It's just going to be really, really well, good. Um, actually, speaking of which, uh, Grim Rock is from Pittsburgh as well, Pennsylvania, right? So yes, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he put a Twitter shout out to Orange G for uh, Phil Pittsburgh. Uh, nice, uh, nice, yeah. good go. building local communities in global arenas i love it uh yeah it's just fantastic lyrically it's brilliant it's produced really well as well i don't know um don't know sort of where he's recorded it necessarily or um you know if he's mixed it himself or if someone else has i think uh because john mitchie did some of the mixing and mastering on the um on the last one i don't know if that uh, is the same for this or not but it sounds really good it sounds really professional but i just love you know he's a really good multi-instrumentalist who, who plays just some wonderful instruments. <laughs> he, plays, <laughs> he plays the guitar, which is great. He plays the banjo, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, I still really want to buy a banjo. Uh, yeah, no, I've been, I've been looking on like, Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace for one for a decent price. So. Mm, I nearly <clears> bought <throat> one this time last year. I had a bit of money for my birthday. I, I bought you ukulele, but not a banjo. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've got a ukulele, although it's... Um, perpetually out of tune because <laughs> I bought a really shitty cheap one. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, mine came yeah. off of Amazon, but I, I use a tuner on, on my iPhone, so. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I was really close. I nearly bought a banjo. I ended up buying a bass guitar instead, which I, I don't regret. Actually. I really <laughs> like having a bass in the house. But, um, but yeah, he does that. He plays the harmonica. He plays all sorts. And he's just really good. I love his vocals. I love his songwriting. I love his production. I just think he's genius, to be honest with you. So I love this album. Um, well, I said this album. I haven't heard the whole <laughs> album. But I'm looking forward to this album. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I pre-ordered it. And uh, if you're listening to this, you should too, because I reckon it's going to be awesome. Well, you know, we're, 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 uh, for our next track, we're, we're staying in, in the U.S., and this time we're off to the state of Illinois. 
Ah, beautiful. Uh, so here you go with. Uh, <laughs> so here you go with brand new static Inverna. It's been a while, so this is awesome. So I'm glad I got the email. So here you go, brand new static Inverna, and the song is called Patterns. And in brackets, speak to me. Take this. <laughs> in Verona with patterns and brackets speak to me and you know what when I saw his email come up I was like oh awesome like, big smell on my face because he hadn't got anything new from Static in Verona in a while and that happens right so but here's something cool it's like oh man this is amazing he's just like, really catchy and he's still evolving man you can tell the difference man if you think back to his last two albums like man mm -hmm. it's still it's not a drastic change but it changed noticeable like uh, as far as like vocals go and different mixes and e even the kind of the pop feel is too it's still there but it's got almost a little bit more, more of an alternative twist to it as well, you know? So uh, yeah. not necessarily grunge, but a little bit in there as well. But 
It's a, a, a very cool, and he's more going towards the potential down the rabbit hole side of things, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it's it's brilliant, brand new, absolute stunner. It's catchy. It's alternative. It's fun. It's exciting. Uh, and like you say, it's sort of got yeah, a bit of a grungy twist, bit of a Weezer hint in the background, perhaps in there yes, without the fuzz. Point, yes. Um, yeah, loved it. Absolutely love that track. What an absolute legend he is. Right on. Well, next up, now we're moving over to the state of Texas. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, before you do that, that reminds me. I did look up in the break uh, facts about Illinois. Okay. I don't know anything about Illinois. Uh, it's uh, Here we go. Its nickname is the Prairie State. Didn't know that. Uh, its capital is Springfield. So... Right, that's good. That's, that's a very common thing, isn't it? That's why the Simpsons. <laughs> that, that yeah. know, but, well, but but they're, yeah. the, the Simpsons was Springs, Springfield, Vermont. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because that university. Right. Um, Middlebury. Middlebury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my. You know what? Ironically, my stepmom went to Middlebury. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah no, seriously, no kidding. Like, she actually yeah, went to Middlebury. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Um, and I also learned that archaeologists have uncovered uh, ancient spear points and tools, suggesting uh-huh. that people lived in Illinois as far back as ten thousand years ago. So there you go. Oh wow. Um, now we know all about Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember, too, uh, a snake always had the Middlebury shirt on, right? So, <laughs> Right, right, yeah. And it was funny because I remember the first time watching The Simpsons with so much. She's like, oh, Middlebury, I went there. Like, we were like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, just because snakes are criminal and that sort of thing, right? So we were like, is it a, yeah. is it, is it a bad school? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. But no, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a prestigious school. It's, it's not cheap to get into at all. No, it's not 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 as bad as like Yale and Harvard and those and Princeton that sort of thing, but still, it's 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 up there. Fair play. Well, there you go. I've learned something that's not related to it at all as well now. Well, <laughs> well you said Springfield, so we're gonna. Uh, but, but no, no I, 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 if, 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 if if you want if you want more facts about Illinois in Chicago, there's the Miracle Mile, which is a, a mile long shopping strip. They have Soldier's Field where the big where the Chicago Bears play football team, American football. Oh, you know what? I, I've just learned that Chicago's in Illinois. I did not know that. Really? <laughs> I've heard of Chicago. No, I don't know anything about US geography. I don't know anything about UK uh, geography. the fuck do I, I know? Yeah, no, okay, cool, cool. I've, well, I've heard of Chicago. Uh, so, so one more thing, on, on that's the thing where people kind of don't know what they're talking about, and it's kind of like, seriously? Um, what are you trying to uh, say? Uh, no, not you. It's got nothing, nothing, nothing to do with you. This got it's got to do with the coworker, and uh, and I, I told I told her something, and then she's like, "Oh, cuckoo, could you?" Was like, I said, "So are you are you the Eggman?" And she was me like, "Look at me confusing." It's like, "What?" I said, "Are you the Eggman?" She's like, "What? The Beatles? That, that that's that's I that's from I and the Walrus. I'm the Eggman. Like seriously, you know you know what I'm talking about? Like, like uh, seriously, like I like the Beatles. Oh, do you you don't even know the song? Like, holy Christ, like. <laughs> Even I know that. Like, like um, what? What in the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I just, I mean, it happens. It's, it's funny, but it's like, like, wow. Seriously, you said they should. Well, I must, I, I must, I must have heard the radio or saw it on YouTube. It was like, oh god, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's an awesome person. Like, I love her to death, you know. But that guy goes, like, seriously, man. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, she she's a great person. She's so funny too. Like generally speaking, so she missed the mark on that one. But what are you gonna do, right? So, mm. 
Yeah, okay, so... Can't win them all. All right. <laughs> so, next up, we have Brand New The Metal Birds from the state of Texas. So, here we go with a song called Good Harbor Dignus. <laughs>
Metalbirds with Good Harbor and a little bit uh, not as heavy as we know from, from Metalbirds. But what a great tune. The vocals were amazing. I loved her harmonies. And just the, this, the, the, the acoustic, all the, all the picking, and it just, uh, man, it was such a great tune. Like, wow, like when I first heard it, it's like, wow, this is different. But this is very cool. Very cool. Love this tune. The Metalbirds with Good Harbor. Yeah, absolutely stunning. <laughs> what a great right? tune. Uh, you know, I love the band. I think they're amazing anyway. But um, that's great. It's just really cool to hear like a, you know, kind of rocky, slightly bluesy kind of acoustic tune um, with that sort of, you know, ballad thing going on. I think now uh, more and more when you hear acoustic tunes, they sort of fit a different mould. It tends to be... You know, I mean, there's a, there's a whole wide range in there, but it tends to be the kind of folkier side of music. And then, you know, when you hear rockier music, it's the rocky side. And they've kind of done that thing that bands used to do all the time, especially like grungy bands right. and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. And you kind of, you know, merge the two. And it's got a kind of uh, almost a Pearl Jam feel in the guitar um, places. Or Extreme. Do you remember Extreme? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, what well, was that song? Their, their oh, really big song was like oh, a piece of people. Uh, um, was that was that more than words? Yes, more than words. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost that kind of feel. But then vocally, it just goes in a totally different direction, doesn't it? Because her voice is just incredible, um, absolutely stunning. Love that guitar solo as well with the pull pull offs on the open strings is really nice um, to get that kind of almost like tapping sort of feel. Yeah. But yeah, just brilliant, really cool tune. I could play that over and over again and have a, just a lovely time listening to that doing nothing else to be honest with you it's brilliant well I had a train of thought but I lost it thank you I'm sorry and I told do the song and I can't remember what it is obviously not that important if I can't remember it but I was like I'm gonna say it I started talking like well I was like okay I want to take like shit <laughs> oh no 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 now, now remember if it's easier I could not talk no 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 no, 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 no. now I remember no, no. the reason why I forgot is this it's very random but obviously uh, well people know that obviously you do promo videos for the, for the show every week right and there's one a couple of weeks ago where uh, Cassie McCobb noticed I had the lip ring in she's like oh right we love it good to see you I was like oh awesome thank you because uh, as you can see the video I have a ring on either side of my lip so Hey. <laughs> but um, I did share a new song uh, that she's on the fence of whether she's going to release it or not. But it's if you go check my Instagram reels for uh, uh, Doc Bones Music Saturday, it's on there. It's a really cool song. She's on TikTok as well, so it'll be on her for you page. So check it out. It's really, it's a really great tune. I hope she does, man. Like it's like because you no, know, she posted on TikTok and then she said she released it, and I went right away to comment like, yes, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and because we had her on, it was about two years ago now, right? And uh, I think we should get her set for another interview. And uh, she's been doing a little bit of touring and uh, working some new stuff, so nothing's finished or mastered yet. But she's working on it. This is according to her TikTok. Cool. And uh, also, uh, um, not now, Norman. They're working on things as well because I got I follow them on TikTok as well. So because they they have they have a lot of info there, but they also do uh, a lot of uh, Facebook lives as well. Right, yeah, so, yeah, cool. So if you follow me, you can see what they're up to. But uh, So there's a bunch of stuff going on. And the next few months, uh, Mike, I, I think we're going to be pretty well stacked with interviews. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. It's going to be not, busy, busy, busy. Not complaining, man, but this has been great. And this is this is what I love. You know, even though we got to cut down part one songs a little bit, not a big deal. I mean, the interview is so much more worth it, especially with 
people we haven't talked to yet and kind of run the interview, right? So, do you know the one good thing, um, like genuinely good thing that came out of the pandemic was just more and more people wanted to do interviews because no one was gigging or whatever, right? Um, whereas you know, we used to do interviews. I don't know, every now and again, once a month, maybe. Yeah, uh, it was spotted like, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, and now, um, that's carried on. And everyone's, everyone's up for it. We're, yeah, we're booking them in night because now tomorrow. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> right? Well, once a blue moon, we might have a month. That's packed. But generally speaking, it wasn't, a, yeah. was, it wasn't a regular thing until the pandemic hit. But things, it's nice because people are still emailing the interview on the show. And that's great because that's what we want to do. So we'll mm. do what we can to manage it. And, uh, Obviously, everything is a uh, is a uh, half and half. So, you know, I kind of do my part. Mike double checks it. Kind of does the we call it the edit, and then uh, then that's where he's good. We're good to go. So, <laughs> so. <You> say so. <laughs> shut uh, <yeah>. up. <laughs> play long. Play long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, brilliant. Um, yeah, good. So next up, brand new Q cliche, and we interviewed Terry just the other week, and this time it wasn't his best mate's uh, parents' bedroom. So <laughs> <laughs> not this time. So so uh, off to Liverpool, and here we go with Q cliche and the newest single called "Not the Only One." Dig this.
Right on. Cue cliche with not the only one. There you get your mix of No Effects, Bad Religion, and Blink-182 all wrapped up in one. It was a pretty badass song, and uh, uh, funny enough, this is the initial song we had queued up for the interview until Terry said, okay, we got to play this one set. Sure, no problem. And <laughs> lo and behold, hey, new tune. But great tune, so uh, thank you, Terry, for singing along. He said, no, because I, I hope you haven't finished the list yet. I was like, I have, but I'll find a spot for it. So And so he did. So... But uh, these guys are a great band, and like I said, we've interviewed Terry quite a few times already, and uh, he's definitely, uh, he's one away from NMS uh, resident, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> one away. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Really, really cool uh, tune. The whole EP is brilliant, actually. really, really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the dual vocal. I think that's a nice uh, touch, and it sort of borders borders on being influenced by like some of the new metal stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, but obviously, it's very pop punk and emo because that's kind of what they do. Uh, but yeah, I love it. Brilliant tune, brilliant band, absolutely fantastic. Well, you know what, man? Um, uh, on SNL years ago, uh, um, they had the Five Timers Club when uh, Tom Hanks went on <laughs> hit the Five Timers Club. So there's Steve Martin right. and uh, Elliot Gold. You know. And he's like, oh, look, there's Steve Martin. Please call me Mr. Steve Martin. You know, okay, Mr. Steve Martin. You know? Of course, uh, John Lovitz and everything else. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> but all right, so next up we have brand new Sweet Johnny with a song called I Hate With My Little Mind. Do this. <laughs> I hate with my little
Right on, sweet Johnny with I Hate With My Little Mind. And speaking of Sex Pistols influence, uh, how about right there? <laughs> and great tune. And like I said, they, they uh, sent me a message on Instagram to see the like, show. And I was like, oh, for sure, yeah. We got a couple new tunes. Awesome. Send them along, please. So we have a new one for next week as well. But this was called I Hate With My Little Mind. And a great punk tune, man. And of course, like it's not just for me, but for Mike as well. So yeah i absolutely love these guys um i mean they're honestly one of my favorite bands just ever uh can't even count how many times i've seen them i've played with them a few times um yeah they're just absolutely legendary it's a brilliant new track um i just yeah the delivery is just perfect isn't it just the way they you know deliver the lines and the way it's played and everything uh, but yeah it's proper filthy you know garage punk um just you know tells it like it is and they are brilliant love it right on man well next up we have a brand new song by a band called the plague the song's called antidote do this <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god. This is probably one of the best songs for part one. And man, it fit right in the right place. And I bet you guys were not expecting that. That was the plague with Antidote. And holy fucking hell, man, was that heavy as shit. And oh my god. This is just like, I love such a heavy riff. And so, so booming and thunderous. And I'm like, oh man. Like, yeah, that was amazing. I, I love my heavy stuff as, as well as the other stuff. But man, this is the best way to go. Waboom, right? <laughs> Smoke yeah. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just brilliant. I mean, it was, yeah, that that massive heavy bit was ridiculously good. <laughs> it's just so enjoyable. Um, yeah, awesome tune. I mean, what else can I say? It was just amazing. The vocals were really good. Uh, the um, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, I've got a bit of a cough. Um, the vocals were really good. The guitars were excellent. That mad heavy bit was just insane and really, really cool. Uh, yeah, just didn't expect it to go in most of the directions it went in. It was absolutely awesome. Really enjoyed that. Well, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't help myself just because I've been watching Archer tonight. So there'll be a few more Archer references than normal. That's why I say smoke bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the thing about that is, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm a plant, plant, plan. <laughs> so, okay, man. So, next up, we have brand new band called <clears throat> No. This is Patrick. <laughs> they're, from, they're from Nashville, Tennessee. The song's called uh, "Shedding Light." Dig this. <laughs>
Trick a song called Shedding Light. Uh, man, another cool, heavy, badass tune. These guys from Nashville. Uh, but yeah, man, they're like uh, pop punk. But man, what a great tune, man. Holy crap. Yeah, man, that's heavy pop punk. <laughs> um, yeah, it's proper good. It's, it's just got that amazing mix again. There's, there's a thrushy bit in the middle of that that was just like, wow, this is... Feel like um, I'm watching Cannibal Corpse or someone. It's just fantastic. <laughs> really, really, really cool. Uh, brilliant tune. I love that. And again, mate, just twists and turns that I wasn't expecting in there. Very, very cool. Well, you know, um, uh, you know, speaking of Cannibal Corpse, uh, remember the original? Uh, well, the original um, Ace Ventura. Uh, yes, that when, was the when, first time I heard right, that. Right, right. When he, when he when he was going through to get to to the, to the aquatic guy and Cannibal Corpse playing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's literally, like, the first thing I did when I saw that was go, who's that band? <laughs> and then, like, spend ages, because there was no internet. So you have to... Uh, right. uh. I don't even know how I would have found out who the band was. You must have to look it up there somewhere. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's literally how I heard of the mystery that from. Uh, <laughs> existed before that. No, fair enough. All right. Well, um... So next up, we have... Uh, oh, yes, okay. So, Brano uh, Trenchgun, and Trenchgun recently did a collab with uh, Grimrock. So, yes. he recently did a cover of uh, Cosmic Boss's song, uh, uh, Whatever You Say It Is, It Isn't. So, oh, right. yeah, yeah, this cool. is a heavier version of that song. So, here goes Trenchgun with Whatever You Say It Is, It Isn't, and this is a Cosmic Boss cover. Do this.
Right on. That was Trench Gun with the cover of Cosmic Boss's song called Whatever You Say It Is, It Isn't. Um, that was a very good cover, man. That was very impressive. I mean, essentially a metal grunge version of the song. And, like, man, that, that was that was really good. I was very impressed with that one. Yeah, I, can't, I wasn't sure what to expect. <laughs> right? That. <laughs> uh, but that, that, was, that was pretty cool. That was heavy in your face uh kind of growling wasn't it snarling guitar uh, which i really like yeah that was really cool trend's got kind of a brilliant um super super talented and obviously uh so a cosmic boss so yeah great combination uh one to cover the other i think it's a great idea i want to hear i'd love to hear a cosmic boss version of a trench gun song that would be amazing yeah oh yeah that would be... <laughs> I, I really i really hope they do that in reverse that would be really cool Oh, King, okay, very nice. That would, that would, that'd be very cool. <laughs> very nice. It would, it would be amazing. <laughs> you know, it, it was funny the other day um, uh, when we met, right? So Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. And so we were talking because uh, my overnight partner for two nights a week, um, we tried watching uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and she wasn't really digging it. It's like, okay, no, no problem. And Wendy's like, what? How can you not dig? Uh, how can you not like What We Do in the Shadows? <laughs> Would you, do you like Monty Python? Oh, oh Jesus. What about Little Britain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 she, and she says, no, she, just, she says to me, she goes, Little Britain's our last chance to save her. <laughs> oh, mate, no. I, I can't get on board with Little Britain, but the other two, yeah. <laughs> well, because, well, well, you know, like Canadian, there, there's the, the British version and the American version, right? So they're both, but with the American version, you, oh, have, okay. you have to have seen the original version, the British version, otherwise you won't get it, right? What characters you won't get, so. So. I didn't know there was an American version, but I, yeah. the reason I never liked Little Britain is because there was another program called The League of Gentlemen, which was genuinely right. funny and, and ridiculous. And, and, and they made um, a bad movie yeah. <laughs> No, I think that was uh, unrelated, was it? Um, but uh, the anyway, Little Britain ripped off all the jokes from The League of Gentlemen, basically. So it's just like shit. <laughs> 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 anyway, we'll get down that route another day. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I ha- I'm not sure if I sent them to you yet. I, I might post them on the reel, but I had a couple of people do, um, uh, like I, on TikTok, I did some duets with some Monty Python stuff. So a couple from nice. um, a couple from Life Life of Brian, so the uh, biggest tickets, right? And yeah. also Holy Grail. I was like, ooh, no, ooh, I wasn't surprised at all. I'm like, like I was about to throw it. Oh, <laughs> and it's so so sad that terry jones passed away about three years ago right so yeah man yeah and but uh get get back to a happy note um some memories on facebook for me came up and i posted them and they were um from uh the the air show about six years ago and it was was nice because i had those videos on my hard drive as well but there's one video i posted um i think it might still be up if not i'll uh, i'll pull my hard drive and repost it but uh it's funny because i'm pulling the new uh f22 raptors with brand new technology right and this thing just can Mm. move like there's no tomorrow and just i'm following with my phone and just like disappearing into the clouds even though it was a clear clear day like where do you feel like yeah yeah. that that stealth right and you can hear me you can hear me in the video going where the hell did it go? Like, like, it, <laughs> the, the, the camera's going back and forth. I'm trying to find it, and I've completely lost it because it shot up and then it turned sideways and then it was gone. Like, self, holy crap! <laughs> but this thing, uh, man, it was, at, at the when it was parked at the hangar, it was heavily guarded by by U.S. Marines because it's a U.S. plane, right? So, uh, fully right. guarded. You weren't getting anywhere close to there unless you had clearance, right? 
And then even yeah. on the last day of the air show, no one was parked to let you see it. But there was a barrier with Marines in front of the in front of the barrier, and then the plane was about uh, maybe 500 feet plus behind them. So right. you, you had to have a good zoom on your camera because you're not going to go up and stand right by the, by the Marines and take a picture, right? Because they're going to stop you. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was it was cool though, and um, related to the air show. So as I've talked before, I work part time for Enterprise, and it's a great company to work for. And his point being is, uh, during the air show, we rented out about seventy cars. We did seventy cars in, in a day for rentals for the for the pilots that sort of thing. And then this past Monday, we were picking up um, the leftovers on the runway that sort of thing, and. We went and my boss, okay, um, like myself and uh, one of one of their uh, preps, Emma, said, "Okay, come on, let's go. We're gonna go. Get some, we're gonna go get some cards. Needs quotation marks." And we were picking up cards, but we're just there to watch lots of Thunderbirds take off too. So, <laughs> and, but but it was funny too because uh, before we started to go, oh, well, we started to drive and we're in a, like in a little bit of a kind of like some of a, of a strip mall, but not quite, but kind of like that. So we're leaving, mm. and I was like, I can't get my belt out. So I was like, okay, hold on a sec. So I reached, I'm trying to get it loose, and my boss said, okay, well, we got to pop the trunk and pull the seat down to unlock it because it's caught between the turn problem. So I get I get in the trunk, and I fit comfortably in that trunk. It was a Volkswagen Passat. I could fit myself completely, no, no, no word of a lie, comfortably. It's like, this is not cool. <laughs> yeah, right. You're about seven foot tall as well. I'm not that man. I'm I'm six foot on the nose. So. But either way, I was like, "Hey, oh, you're not. You're tall. I'm six foot, and you're at least a couple of inches taller than me." But I was like, "Well, I actually fit comfortably in here." <laughs> My boss is laughing. He's like, "Okay, get out. I'll see him getting out." So that's amazing. <laughs> and then, like I said earlier on. Um, my new Facebook cover photo is uh, my buddy, uh, uh, my buddies, uh, Mo and Yogi. And uh, Mo, it was funny because one day my, my boss was like, you know what? I'll give you guys all nicknames. You look like this, you look like this. And then Mo's nickname was something different. I changed it and it stuck. Because we call him Lunchbox now. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> and, and he's not a big guy. He just likes to eat and he used to do culinary stuff in the past. Like, right? So. Yeah. But Mo is an awesome guy. He's so funny, man. We get along so well. And funny enough, he's actually got the same birthday as I do. The only thing is he is uh, uh, 15 years younger. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> but, and then my buddy Yogi, because his full name is Yogesh, right? So, but, it was Yogi, but it was, it was, it was funny, because like, I was like, well, you know, we've never done a road trip together before, and it was just a place half hour away to pick up some cars, so, let's, let's do a selfie, and it looks like I'm driving, but I'm not, it's actually, actually, Mo's actually driving, I just took the picture, right, so. <laughs> right, okay. So, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good place to work, like I said, I'm not just trying to promote the company, it really is, I mean, I, I really enjoyed their, the good, uh, mini family, so. And it's yeah, nice because it the thing is, it's nice because we use WhatsApp for certain things for for uh, the daily uh, daily stuff, and sometimes even if we're not there, we'll still make comments anyways. And it's, it's something bad, just funny stuff. So I, I made a, I made a comment today. And of course, my boss was all over it right, right away. Uh, right away, all you get the all these uh, crying, laughing emojis. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then my 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 buddy Nick's like, "Oh, you're on fire!" It's like, "Well, because." Because you're funny. He goes, oh, it goes. I'm funny. Dot dot dot. Funny looking. And and then and then he puts he puts nail in the coffin. It's like, oh, thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the sort of camaraderie we have there, right? So 
Very good. And, Very e- good. and even Emma and Nina will get in on the fun too. After you, sorry, two more things. I scared the crap out of Nina the other day. She's one of the, one of the MTs, so she's manager in training, right? So uh, she was backing one of the cars in, into the wash bay, and I, I went to his almost ready to stop their vehicle because I knew uh, she's watching space because she's a backup cam, right? So I, I jumped around. I was like, ah, oh, oh my God, a brake slam. Like, I mean, she was barely moving two, two clicks an hour, right? So I didn't, but the car looked a little bit to go and I was laughing so hard. I was like, man, I wish I could see the look on her. Not, like, I kind of saw the look on her face a little bit, but see the, the my, my shot in the, in the cam where she could see it, the actual, the actual screen up front, get like a screenshot. So. Right. <laughs> And then the other day, too, this was just for fun, too, as well. I mean, that was for fun as well. But she was backing into a spot outside, so I was on the sidewalk. So I started backing in, and then I was on the sidewalk. So I walked in where she was, and I kind of started shaking my arms and kind of giving almost like jazz hands that she's backing into the spot so you could see on the cam. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> like I said, man, it's a great um, place to wake. When crunch time comes, when crunch time comes, yes, we all work together. We work hard, no problem. But we also do have fun, too. And, like, you know, and we all have our stories and everything else, and... Especially when my boss telling me a story, it's like, hey, the other day is okay. All right, yeah, we can left time. We gotta get back to work. So, well, let's go. But it's it's nice, relaxed, but it's, and it's easy work too, right? So, yeah, man, that sounds really cool. <laughs> so, I really do and truly like it there. So, and uh, it, it's nice. It's nice to hear too. Like, oh, you're so positive. Like, well, I mean, you can't help but not be here, right? You know, and we always yeah, right. we, we always always have good luck, good laughs, and. The, the funniest thing, man, I swear, after we gave Mo the, the, the nickname Lunchbox, like, the next morning, <laughs> well, we're all in, and they came in a few minutes late, and they're like, good morning, good morning, good morning, Lunchbox, like, oh, man, it was so funny, it was so funny, <laughs> just the way you said it, everybody's dying laughing, right, so, but absolutely, and, and no, uh, uh, no hard feelings about this stuff at all, because this is all good fun, right, so. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's and, good. Uh, he, call, he calls me Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, so that that's my, that's my nickname. So, um, next up, man, we have two more songs here for part one. I know it's a little bit of sidetrack like normal, but we have two more songs yet to tonight. So, um, for part one, that is. So, next up, we have uh, Grim Rock with flies are circling around my brain. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> Trap. It does all into my head. 
apparently Grim Rock's out of there. So, <laughs> so that, that was Grim Rock and Roll with flies are circling my brain, and I'm just between that now. That was actually pretty quick, but that that was a great tune and uh, a pretty heavy uh, uh, for for Grim Rock and heavier than normal. But really dug that one. But just yeah, that last line. That's it. I'm out of here. Like. <laughs> Screw <laughs> you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> but great too, man. Absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Really, really did that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, really cool shit. It's really kind of, uh, it's got that kind of fast paced Soundgarden style thing going on. Oh, good uh, point, really yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, and no, I really, really like that. Uh, Trench kind of message to say, don't tell them that I to- told you that I sent the instrumental link and not the full version. <laughs> I was trying to think back. I was going, I don't remember because it was doing an instrumental tune. But, um, there you yeah, go. I was going to say, uh, there's always vocals, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, uh, so that explains well, that. Oh, well. It's no. good, though. That's all right. Yeah, I mean. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely love Grimrock. Anyway, back to that. Uh, he's he's brilliant, and that's a really cool tune. And we've got another thing with him in it after this, haven't we? Later yes, on. in part two, him and Al Warren. Oh, that's right. Yeah, of course. So, uh, that's I a see, great combination. I, I see Warren, right? So we put a few good tunes as well. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. he's brilliant. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, man, so happy days. Right on. So our last song for part one here is Brand New Seeding Akira and a song called Metaphors Dictus.
one brand new seething akira with metaphors and man what a heavy tune to finish off part one like uh and no like he said let's take care of business but great tune uh man it's, it's just heavy as hell like love the vocals love the, the new metal sound to it like great tune always enjoy these guys yeah absolutely fantastic um I'm, I'm my bet is that most people have probably forgotten all about the german techno band called scooter uh, who are absolutely amazing and what this does is it blends elements of scooter with the um with the really high uh like squeaky voice um with like slipknot <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's a crazy mix and it shouldn't work but it does and it's so beautiful <laughs> brilliant. but that's that's what that reminds me of <laughs> so uh yeah i'm, I'm probably uh It'll be too late this evening by the time we finish the show, but tomorrow I might just blast out some scooter just for a laugh. <laughs> right on. Well, yeah. uh, oh, we have a brand new closer. I mean, we're still going to keep Kruger out, but before that is our good pal, Mayor West from Family Guys. So until, uh, say, 20 minutes, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. So about 20 minutes, roughly, give or take. Uh, here we go. Uh, and thank you so much for listening, and big thank you to Ron Paul for the interview. So we're going to let uh, Mayor West and Kicker take us out. So take this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky-dink that! Trigger out!